If you found $100 on the street, would you pick it up or keep walking? Of course you take the money. So why do you keep picking winners and not betting on them? That's why I go to my bookie. It's fast, it's easy, and they pay when you win. Let's face it, where you're betting is just as important as who you're betting on. Do the smart thing. If you're going to bet this football season, bet with my bookie. Did you know that you could bet on games after kickoff? If by the second half it looks like your bet is going to lose, you can always just take the other side. If you're the kind of guy that likes to bet a little and win a lot, try a parlay. If all your picks come through, you'll multiply your winnings. And no matter how you bet, the NFL season is the best time of the year. Join now and MyBookie will double your first deposit. Use promo code BLUEWIRE to activate the offer. That's promo code BLUEWIRE. Visit MyBookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. Blue Wire. The San Diego Chargers select Joey Bosa. Oh, here comes Bosa. The Los Angeles Chargers select Derwin James. Welcome, everybody, to a brand new episode of the Powder Blue Review. I am your host, Michael Peterson. As always, go on to Twitter, follow me at Zone Tracks, that's spelled Z O N E T R A C K S, and follow the Twitter podcast handle as well at PB Review Podcast. Again, that's at PB Review Podcast. And if you guys want to go ahead and follow all of my written work as well, you can head on over to SB Nation's Bolts from the Blue. That is SB Nation's Los Angeles Chargers blog, where I am the deputy manager. So, guys, this is the second episode of this week. If you guys have missed it at all, just know that now, during the regular season of the NFL, I will be doing two podcasts a week. One to recap the week in the news that happened on game day, and again, another one to preview this following week's matchup and everything else you need to know that happened throughout the week, including final injury reports, signings, all that stuff. We've got another great episode for you guys this week. I know we're coming off the team's first loss of the season, a fortunate heartbreaker to the Detroit Lions, but we will move on. Looking at this week, guys, some team news already. Um, We'll get into that before we preview kind of what this game's going to look like. They do play the Houston Texans, who are also 1-1. One and one, And get into my other weekly segment I like to do, just simply called Three Things to Watch For Against the Blank Opponent for that week. So this week is Three Things to Watch For Against the Houston Texans. Such an interesting matchup. There's a lot of star power in this one, you know, including the quarterbacks, Deshaun Watson, Phillip Rivers. You've got DeAndre Hopkins. You've got Keenan Allen. Defensive side of the ball, you have Joey Bosa, Melvin Ingram. You've got J.J. Watt on the other side as well. There are just so many stars within this game, and it should be a very, very interesting interesting matchup with tons of of course potential for fireworks in this game. So uh, without further ado, guys, let's get into today's show. Following their loss against the Lions, the Chargers received some more frustrating injury news in the form of safety linebacker Adrian Phillips breaking his forearm. Now, apparently, and there was a clip of this uh, going around Twitter that showed off Carrion Johnson being able to avoid tackles and, you know, using the spin move and the circle button and all this stuff, you know, making those jokes. But it actually showed the moment Adrian Phillips broke his forearm. Now, when Carrion jumped in the air 
to avoid Phillips' tackle attempt, his knee made perfect contact with Phillips' forearm that he obviously outstretched his arms in an attempt to wrap up the legs of Johnson. Well, they just made contact at the perfect angle and apparently broke Adrian Phillips' forearms. So now the Chargers are having to find a replacement for Derwin James's replacement. So at this point, they're going on their third strong safety of the season, and the breaks just keep coming for the Chargers in the injury department. At the time of his injury, Phillips already had 14 total tackles on the year and a single tackle for loss. And obviously, this is a big loss for the Chargers. He was the team's probably their most versatile defender apart from, you know, a Melvin Ingram or a Derwin James. This guy played safety, you know, in replacement of Derwin James. He is the team's nickel and dime package linebacker who played a lot of snaps, especially towards the end of last season when they did roll out five, six, and sometimes seven defensive backs on the field at the same time. So in his place, I'm not sure who is going to be that sub package linebacker. They could potentially bring Drew Tranquil in. He was a former safety his first couple of years at at Notre Dame, but you know he's not terribly vetted within the system. He is a good player. He plays Mike linebacker, um, which and I still think this guy deserves snaps. But at the same time, is he ready to have all the responsibilities of an Adrian Phillips? I just don't know. Maybe that means the team goes less of a traditional nickel and dime package. Do they find some other defensive back, you know, put some more weight on him and figure out how he can kind of work into Phillips' position? I'm really not sure. But this is obviously a huge loss for the Chargers, and it's going to be interesting to say the least how they deal with the Texans wide receiver corps and their skills positions, you know, without being able to stick an extra defensive back on the field, uh, you know, while not sacrificing too much, you know, tackling ability, run stopping ability that um, Adrian Phillips afforded this team. In other news, the team announced that they waived wide receiver Andre Patton, who, if you recall, was promoted from the practice squad prior to the Detroit game in order to give the team a little bit more uh, insurance policy behind Mike Williams if he wasn't going to be able to go that Sunday. In a few corresponding moves, they signed back outside linebacker, excuse me, uh, Chris Peace. He's an undrafted free agent out of Virginia from this past draft. Um Dude was a baller. He uh, led the team in sacks with two during the preseason. Was a guy that at first we were all very worried that when the team initially waived him to sign someone else, uh, potentially we know we were going to lose the guy. But no, Chris Peace is back, and this actually might be a guy that we see a good deal um, on the field come this Sunday. They also released tight end Matt Sokol from the practice squad to make room on there as well. But the biggest uh, signing news that the Chargers have uh, from earlier this week is the signing of veteran tight end Lance Kendricks. Now, this guy is 31 years old. He's going to wear number 87 for the Chargers. And if you guys recall, Lance Kendricks signed with the New England Patriots to start the 2019 season. Unfortunately, due to uh, breaking the league's policy on substance abuse, he was suspended just a single game to start 2019. Well, the tight end, or excuse me, the Patriots moved on at the tight end position fairly quickly. And once Kendricks was coming back from his one game suspension, they did release him and move to somebody else. The Chargers brought him in. Obviously, the team has a need for a third tight end, and I think this is their idea of getting a guy who can still be somewhat of a contributor in the past game more so than Virgil Green is or Sean Culkin has been in the past. So I, I you know, I'm not 
over the moon about this move particularly, uh, but is a veteran guy. He's played with a lot of different teams. Um, he's been with the Saints. He's been with the Packers. Recently, he spent some time with the Patriots, obviously. Um, had two all right years with the Green Bay Packers. He set his career highs with the uh, St. Louis and Los Angeles Rams while he was with them. He's never had more than 50 catches in a season. He's never had more than 519 yards receiving. But this guy is usually, you know, somewhere between 300, 350 yards receiving a year with, you know, a handful of touchdowns thrown in. So I'm not expecting, again, Lance Kendricks to come in and fill the Hunter Henry role. But, you know, if he does get up to speed sooner rather than later, um, he is a guy that could potentially help out this offense, help move the chains in a conservative role, and just for the most part, try to be a check down guy for Phillip Rivers. So all in all, I actually do like the move. Um, he is, if you guys don't recall, a former All-American at the University of Wisconsin, a Mackey Award finalist there was a very good football player. I think he was drafted in the second round. I think it was 47th overall. So the guy does have you know a high draft pick pedigree and a lot of experience playing a lot of football. So again, a decent veteran that they can probably take you know for a little bit of money, um, keep him on the field as long as Hunter Henry is out and just you know for the most part work on his upside and try to get the most out of him. So again, I like the move. I do like the move of bringing Chris Peace back. We don't need Andre, Andre, excuse me, Patton on the team either. And Matt Sokol was, you know, just kind of a developmental guy in the first place. So his loss, unfortunately, is uh, not a big deal either. There are countless ways to keep up on what's going on in the sports world. But how are you supposed to read every great article? How are you supposed to watch every awesome highlight without losing time in your busy day? Scrolling through every app and visiting every website on a daily basis is impossible. Now coming to the stage... Axios Sports. Axios Sports is a modern sports page delivered directly to your email box. Each morning, you'll see the best stories from around the sports world from the NBA and NFL to niche sports like cricket and ping pong. The email newsletter highlights the most important stats and trends, giving you the ability to stay informed. It's super simple to sign up. Go to sports.axios.com. Axios Sports is clean, crisp, and gives you everything you need to know. Read it in five minutes in the elevator or discover a deep dive article while you're on the train to work. Not only will you be caught up, you'll be the cool person sharing an amazing link with your friends and coworkers. Join the 100,000 sports fans who get caught up on the day before it even begins. And best of all, there's no paywall, no subscription fee, nothing. This is free curated sports content delivered directly to you. Do yourself a favor and your time a favor. Sign up for Axios Sports Newsletter for free at sports.axios.com. Seriously, I subscribe to it and it makes me feel more informed without spending time clicking through websites, apps, and all my other social media platforms. Again, try it for free at sports.axios.com. Guys are terrible at taking care of their health. Whether it's a knee injury, bad back, or something worse, guys are usually more comfortable rubbing some dirt on it than seeing a doctor. I'm guilty of it myself. Back in high school, I broke my fifth metatarsal, essentially my pinky toe, and walked on it for a full month before I actually went to the doctor. I kept telling myself it was a sprained ankle, you know, after a month, I decided there's no way that can be a sprained ankle. Well, found out it was broken. Also found out I was going to miss my whole junior season of football in high school. So, the same is true for erectile dysfunction. Studies show 70% of guys who experience ED don't get treated for it. Thankfully, Roman created an easy way to chat with a doctor online. With Roman, you can get medical care for ED, if appropriate, from the comfort and privacy of your own home. 
You can handle everything online in a convenient, discreet manner. Getting started is simple. Just go to GetRoman.com slash BlueWire and complete an online visit. If your doctor decides that treatment would be appropriate, they can prescribe genuine medication that can be delivered in discreet packaging right to your door with free two-day shipping. Guys, go talk to the doctor. Erectile dysfunction can be tough to tackle, but it's really important to get checked out. With Roman, it's easy to connect with a doctor. Just go to GetRoman.com slash BlueWire to get a free online visit and free two-day shipping. That's GetRoman.com slash BlueWire for a free visit to get started. GetRoman.com slash BlueWire. Looking at this week's matchup, you've got two teams that have kind of followed a similar path up to week three. You've got the Chargers, who didn't have a problem moving the ball against the Indianapolis Colts in week one, and then followed it up with a game where the team scored just 10 points. Struggled to get in the end zone, although they did get into the end zone. It's just the refs really weren't having it. And then on the flip side with the Texans, they were in a shootout week one on Monday Night Football with the New Orleans Saints. Came up short in that one and then followed it up with a low score affair excuse me against the Jacksonville Jaguars where they only scored 13 points so both teams have had similar uh, experiences up to this point so both teams can kind of come out on Sunday really not knowing which way this team could go they've seen the good they've seen the bad and really both fan bases are just kind of hoping for the best possible scenario so uh, going back and looking at some of these stats um, offensive stats from both teams Rivers Uh, Sitting through two games, 46 of 70, 626 for three touchdowns and two interceptions. Uh, Deshaun Watson, 36 of 59 for 427, three touchdowns and a single interception as well. Running back wise, Austin Eckler, 29 carries, 124 yards and two touchdowns. While Hyde leads the Texans in rushing at 173 yards on 30 carries. Both teams obviously have star wide receivers. The Chargers have Keenan Allen, who leads the team with 16 catches for 221 yards and a touchdown, while DeAndre Hopkins starts out with 13 catches for 151 and a pair of scores through the two first games of this season. Now, in terms of recent news for for the Houston Texans, obviously they just recently traded a King's Ransom, essentially, for left tackle Laramie Tunsil from the Miami Dolphins. The Dolphins, you know, are in full tank for Tua mode and decided to kind of just trade away really any good player they have. I mean, it's not even a rebuild. I mean, they're really blowing this whole thing up and then trying to build it right back up to something better and uh you know i don't know what your opinion on is that strategy but uh I, I you know i guess someone obviously believes in it for it to be going on um one of the main things i want to throw out there with uh deshaun watson is that he's been sacked 10 times through the team's first two games of the season that actually leads all nfl quarterbacks in being brought down if you guys also remember correctly last year deshaun watson was the most sacked quarterback in the league and he's well on his way to being that once again For this game preview, guys, I kind of want to do something different here. I'm actually going to do my three things to look for, to watch for against the Houston Texans. It's an article that I do every week for BoltsFromTheBlue.com, and I thought that'd be a nice little structure to, you know, I don't know if this is going to be an every week thing, but I think this would be a nice way to to kind of practice this, and and if you guys do enjoy it, then uh, maybe it's something I can do every week and expand on, and... uh, Again, hopefully it's just something that you guys enjoy. But uh, as far as my three things this week to watch for against the Houston Texans, number one is simply 
Can the Chargers tandem of uh, pass rushers Joey Bosa and Melvin Ingram take advantage of a lackluster Texans offensive line? And like I just mentioned, they traded for a young elite upside tackle in Laramie Tunsil. Uh, in this past draft, two of their first three top picks were spent on offensive linemen, offensive tackles specifically in Alabama State Titus Howard, a right tackle from, uh, um, again, nearby Alabama where um, he was a former tight end, 225-pound tight end when he went to Alabama State to grew into this 325-pound offensive tackle, very athletic for his size. And a lot of people had him in the second or third rounds. Some people even had him further down on draft day. Well, the Texans decided to make him their number one overall pick. It was a very big head-scratcher, and obviously things haven't been working out for him if they, they felt that they had to trade essentially their whole you know, they're two picks for two first round picks and some change for this young offensive tackle. In the third round, they picked up Max Sharping, an offensive tackle from Northern Illinois, who I had as a day three selection, but end up going in the third round on day two to the Texans. So again, not really sure what they're thinking of. Uh, obviously, it hasn't helped. He's still the most sacked quarterback through the first two games of the season. Um, and when you have Bosa apparently back at full health, didn't miss time at all this preseason, beginning of the season, nothing. He's back at full health and have a Melvin Ingram that is still in the prime of his career. There's really no excuse for the Chargers to fail to get to Watson on more than one occasion in this game. They failed to sack Matthew Stafford with a really bad offensive line in front of him last week. So again, this there's just no excuse for them not to bring Watson down at least once or twice uh, during this game on Sunday. Uh, second thing to watch for is who will step up at strong safety. So with safety, linebacker Adrian Phillips now sidelined by a broken arm. The replacement uh, to all pro safety, Derwin James, now in itself needs a replacement of his own. So looking at the roster, the first name that comes to mind is Jalen Watkins. He's a seasoned player that Coach Lynn has continuously raved about as one of the most versatile players on the roster. Well, Lynn has stated that Watkins could play cornerback, free safety, nickel corner, and just about any other position in the secondary. However, it may not be Watkins who gets the call to start on Sunday against the Texans. So during Wednesday's post-practice presser, Lynn said that undrafted free agent 2019 from this year, uh, UDFA Roderick Teamer, um, who is now healthy and a full participant this week in practice, could very well earn the start at strong safety opposite Rayshon Jenkins. I know what you're thinking. That's absolutely crazy. Why would uh, an undrafted free agent start at a safety position when you have this year's second round pick and this year Adderley, right? I'm just not entirely sure. I don't know if they, you know, don't want to move Rayshon to strong safety and then plug Nas in at free safety. They just kind of want to make this one move. And and apparently the next guy up is Roderick Teamer. So um, I wouldn't be surprised to see this happen. And um, at six foot flat, 205 pounds, uh, he's out of Tulane. Uh, he was one of obviously a handful of former undrafted free agents to make the team this year. And that's included um, outside linebacker Chris Peace, who they just re-signed and who knows? Maybe Teamer kind of has a similar situation as former Chargers, now Texans safety Jalila Dye. Again, a former undrafted free agent out of, I believe it was Central Michigan. So um, who knows? You know, he has a chance to, to earn a starting, or a starting role with an NFL club. And um, we'll see. We'll see. If he gets the starting nod, you, you just got to support the guy. And hopefully this is the right choice. He obviously impressed and showed enough with the staff to to earn a spot on the 53 and they're all about this next man up mentality. So, well, the two guys in front of him are hurt. It is the third guy, third man up. So 
Again, hopefully this whole thing works out. Um, but again, who, regardless of who gets the starting knot, I don't care if it's Watkins or Nas or Teamer, like they're going to have their hands full. They're going to be tested over and over again against a Texans wide receiver group that includes all pro DeAndre Hopkins and two very dynamic compliments in Will Fuller and Kenny Still. So again, one of the bigger things, one of the bigger matchups to watch on Sunday. Third and finally, um, essentially, like, can a depleted secondary, like the Chargers, who are now on their fifth cornerback and signing guys off the street that I've never heard of, can they limit wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins? Now, following the injury to Phillips, the secondary is now down four of its top, excuse me, is down now three of their top four defenders. They've got Trevor Williams, who was battling for a starting spot opposite Casey Hayward. He's on IR now. Michael Davis, who was the starter opening day, played five snaps against the Colts, went down with a hamstring injury. He hasn't participated. He will be out again. And obviously, safety Derwin James is out. So all of a sudden, they're missing everybody. So what's left is a group of defenders that you know 99% of casual fans would pretty much ask who if you told them exactly who it was. So for reference, the current defensive backs left on the roster are cornerbacks Casey Hayward and Desmond King, obviously given uh, fifth cornerback Brandon Faison, who's been absolutely abused through the first couple of games. Then you've got Rayshon Jenkins, you've got Jalen Watkins, you've got Roderick Teamer, and then Dante Johnson, who's a former San Francisco 49er. He has about 22 starts to his career. He was signed to the active roster. Now, outside again of Hayward and King, there's nothing about this group that inspires much confidence against one of the league's most dangerous groups of pass catchers. And and after posting eight catches for 111 yards and and two touchdowns against the Saints, Hopkins was actually held to just 40 yards, 40 total receiving yards on just five catches, but he was being shadowed by pretty much best cornerback in the league, Jalen Ramsey. The Chargers do not have a player of that caliber on the roster, although Hayward is you know, not a slouch in his own right, and I'm not sure if he's actually going to shadow DeAndre Hopkins the whole game. It's just he's not the same athlete as Jalen Ramsey. He's not the same guy in man coverage as Ramsey is. I think he really does. Hayward is a guy who thrives within this cover one, cover three zone scheme that Gus Bradley runs. And um, you know, Again, I don't know if he shadows, but if he may have to. It may end up being the team's best option because I would – Rather die than see Brandon Faison matched up with DeAndre Hopkins on the outside. I don't know about you guys, but that would definitely be the end for me. That does it for today's show, everyone. Um, really hope you kind of enjoyed that format again. It's a little bit shorter of a preview uh, with this kind of coming out within a day or two of the actual game day. Just want to make sure you guys you know, aren't skipping over this thing because it's too long. If you guys do want a longer version of this preview, do let me know. I'm always willing to do what you guys, um, you know, your suggestions, and, and obviously I want to do what you guys really enjoy the most. So uh, once again, go ahead and follow me on Twitter at Zone Tracks. That's spelled Z-O-N-E-T-R-A-C-K. S and you can go ahead and follow the podcast Twitter handle at PB review podcast. And if you want to go ahead and follow all of my written work, you can go over to SB nations bolts from the blue.com. That is SB nations, Los Angeles chargers website. Once again, super appreciative of all you guys who spend your week with me now twice a week. You get to spend with me. I really, really, really do appreciate it. Uh, it's been Michael Peterson on the powder blue review. Let's get a W this week. Hopefully we can celebrate a victory Monday uh, again to start this week. We all, you all know we need it. We all need it, and uh, I can't absolutely wait. So I will see you guys next week.